my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So we're going to talk about what the Hollywood actor strike can teach you about marketing. So interestingly enough, Neil, where I live in LA, I can see the picketers. So Monday through Friday, the picketers. So there's one on the other side, which is Wilshire, and then one on Santa Monica, which is where I am. And they're just going the entire day. And when it was freaking hot last week, they're just going hardcore. And And let's not talk about hot. You guys don't know what hot is in Los Angeles. Yeah, touche. But okay, so I want to give a little high level on the actor strike and you can add in here too. So basically, so I, I trained Brazilian jiu-jitsu and then one, one of the guys in my class, or he's actually in a higher class than mine, but he's an actor and he's on that show Deadwood. I think that's what it is. He's like the sheriff. But point being, he's yeah, we're just like far apart. The streaming platforms are just making way more money now and we're not getting a piece of it. And now they're talking about using AI to use our likeness and just pay us one time for that. And we're just so far apart. We need better treatment or whatever it is exactly. And so it's a situation where not only the actors are striking, but the writers are striking too, because of all the power that's consolidating with these large corporations. So anything, is there anything I might've missed there? No, they're also striking in front of Paramount. That's on Melrose. Yeah, I'm sure they're striking. I don't know why they're striking over here, to be honest. But point being is, I'll start it off first. From a marketing standpoint, look, at the end of the day, if you're Robert Downey Jr., a.k.a. Iron Man, or if you're one of the superstars, it just doesn't matter, right? There's always going to be the top 1% that drive like a lot of the... I'm not saying these other actors aren't important or writers aren't important, but there's the superstars that stand out. Just like in the NBA, you have the super superstars, and then you have the NBA players, and then you have the, ma- the vast majority of people that can never play in the NBA, right? It's the same thing with creator creating anything at all. If you're going to be top 1% to 1%, you're going to get outsized returns. And I think that's one thing to consider that, for example, in marketing, if you're going to be a creator, just understand that 
1% results means you have to put in top 1% of the work. That's all I'm saying at the end of the day. I don't like my perspective on the strikes. I think they'll probably work out a lot of these deals. But at the end of the day, I think it's very difficult to protest your way to getting what you want. I think the way to get what you want is just busting your butt and struggling through and then powering through the journey, right? And eventually you figure it out or most people give up. And so I'm oversimplifying it a little bit, but I do think that's how it is. Dude, I, ideally you want to be in the top 1%, but it's just tough. And I get it. What you're going to end up seeing is there's always going to be people who are willing to take the terms. For a lot of the people who are protesting and saying, hey, I won't be able to do X, Y, and Z. You can't use my name and likeness and keep using it in the future and using AI to create versions of me without continually getting paid. There's going to be some people who are like, cool, sounds good. Pay me whatever you want. I'll take something. It's better than nothing. But it's funny. It's just like I look at what's happening here is this strike is just going to create a lack of amazing content because for a period of time, people just won't be producing as much, whether it's because of the writers or it was because of the actors, you're just not going to have as amazing content coming out in the future. And what I've always found, at least in marketing is if you can be consistent with your content creation and create amazing content, especially when other people aren't, you can gobble up quite a bit of traffic. So for example, if there's not as many movies and TV shows that are going to come out because of this that are amazing, go create more content yourself. This gives you an opportunity for people to spend more time on your websites versus watching ABC TV or Fox or whatever it is. Because even if you're not in entertainment, if people can't watch the latest episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they get bored, what are they going to do? They're going to turn to Instagram, Facebook. They're going to end up turning to blogs. This is when you should continually produce more content because if they can't be entertained elsewhere, they're going to turn to the social platforms and blogs like yours. And if your content's good, you'll start gathering more eyeballs. Do you remember when the pandemic first hit and the only thing to watch on TV was like The Last Dance? I don't know about The Last Dance, but I always watched the Disney sing-along kids. So oh. they were just, okay. that was okay. the thing that we kept watching yeah. almost every single day. So the point is there, there wasn't much to watch when the pandemic hit like ESPN. There are no more sports things you can, cause sports is a lot of like group type of stuff, right? Yeah. ESPN, all it had was the last dance, which was amazing. It was Michael Jordan's journey. Right. And so Neil's which is point really is good really, by the way, the last dance was amazing. It was amazing. So to, to Neil's point, it's really, you're, there's going to be a lot of attention that's available. Cause I'm just looking at some of the updates over here. Numerous big budget movies had that had been shooting had to shut down immediately, including Twisters, Venom 3, Deadpool 3, and Gladiator 2. This is if there's this void when it comes to attention, this is your chance to step up as a creator. And when the ad costs are down as well, this is also your chance to step up as a creator. And so what I'll say is also is this, if you're going to do this, any marketing at all really comes down to the creative. It comes down to the idea at the end of the day. I'm talking more exclusively to YouTube in this scenario. A really good idea, a really good thumbnail, a really good headline, and that goes a long way. And that type of concept works for a lot of creators that you're going to make or any type of content that you're going to make at the end of the day. Because what you're doing is not just educating, but you're also entertaining as well. So edutainment. And I think that's a big piece of it. One other, a couple other key points to call out from this thing too is the strike is the first joint strike in more than six decades. So that's a very long time. And there's no plans to restart negotiations. And strike is demanding better pay, fair working conditions and protections from AI threats. I think that's a, I think that's, it's fair to ask for those things. If it's, I don't know enough about it, but I think it's fair to fight for them. I do believe that 
the fears of a tech dominated future, that's just human nature, right? When new technology comes out and we'll work towards wrapping this up, but when new technology comes out, for example, when computers first came out, like, no, my computers will never take over. Dog. When industrial age happens, no, they won't take our job. People are generally like fearful of these new technologies, but at the end of the day, we find a way to make it work out. So do you remember when people were afraid of the year 2000, what would happen with computers? Yeah. Y2K. Change? Yeah. Yeah. It's a do long you, time ago. Do you remember the wrestler Y2J? He came from Chris Jericho, came from the whole concept of Y2K. But anyway, I digress. So look, we hope this strike resolves, but if it doesn't, it's an opportunity for you to step up. But the other thing too, to, take, to bear in mind here is that control what you can control and let the rest of the chips fall into their places and you will be okay. That's it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and we'll see you tomorrow. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.